One, mic check two, and three, and four. Let's get all these checks together. Let's make sure I'm live like 95. Appreciate those, man. Murphy Law always got to be part of the thing. We got to have Murphy Law in this house. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, man. Appreciate you guys. Always a snafu, but we're going to get back at this thing one way or another. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's G-O. Let me know if you can hear me now. Let me know. Yes, it's all good, right? Mm. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, don't forget, guys, hey, in reality of life, there's always those type of things. I guess they didn't want me to get this information out to everyone, but I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of this thing. Uh, don't forget, let me know if you guys can hear me. Give me a thumbs up. Let me know if you guys can feel me what I'm talking about. And we're going to get this thing going. It's a party, right? It's a party. We got some people in the house, man. Shout out to those that's on the Periscope. Let's G and let's B on the O. Let's go. Let's get this thing going. Let's, let's tune it back up in. Yeah. Let the room fill up just a little bit. We're going to talk about this potential. We're going to look at the, the, the salary cap and things, right? We're going to see about all what we can do. Let's go. Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me know if you guys can hear me now. Let's go. <laughs> All right. It's enough time. I got it. I got myself together now. All right, so shout out to those that's on the Discord, man, for dropping me all of these dimes throughout the day. Hey, I'm telling you, man, I got a busy day, and uh, when you guys come through on the clutches, man, that, that means everything. All right, so we're going to stroll all the way down. Uh, let me see who hit me up with this. Uh, inside the star, there's a uh, message about will the Cowboys offensive tackle Lyle Collins be on the 2019 salary cap casualty. There's always casualty in war, right? When you're up against the struggles, right? When you're up against everything in life, there's always something that you're going to have to battle and roll your sleeves up if you want it bad, right? So the Cowboys Nation, we are in a pickle, right? So I'm talking about the aspect of Lyle Collins. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now to me. To me, he improved towards the latter part of his uh, career last year. The latter part of the last six games, there's nobody that can prove or show tape where he played sloppy at. The guy was able to pick up and elevate a lot of things, right? He was able to do that. He picked up a lot of stuff. And uh, to me, his skill set and all of his ability, even though he played well towards the end of it, the guy belongs into the inside. <laughs> he do he's a guard playing tackle he's out of positioning but he played well towards the latter part of the year can anybody tell me otherwise i'm waiting because he did play fantastic towards the latter part but the thing is is that now we have to make our movement <laughs> the movement is real I like the Connor Williams. I like him coming out of college. I like everything that he exhibits. He exudes the presence of a of a guy that you can say to yourself, hey, 
This brother from another mother, he belongs at the tackle position. <laughs> um, and that's just the bottom line. And Lyle Collins, he belongs inside. Law, do you have any reasoning? What are your notion of why he can't play on the outside? Oh, there's tape out there that can show and prove what I'm talking about. We saw it from uh, Byron Jones. We saw what we saw with our natural eyes. The guy did not belong at safety. And all of us fans, we're sitting there, we like, we're not getting paid millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> we know for sure when we saw Byron Jones tape, especially when he played in college, we like, man, that would be a dynamic, <laughs> that would be a dynamic corner. His height, his size, his speed, his recovery ability, everything that you want out there in a cornerback, we saw that. But he, he showed some flashes a little bit when they had to insert him as a safety <laughs> because of injuries and things of that nature, right? So what they did was they kept him there. And we as Cowboys fans, we said, no, what are they doing? Byron Jones is a cornerback. The same argument that we have with Byron Jones being a cornerback is the same argument that we have with Lyell Collins. The guy belongs inside, a mauler, physical presence, a beast. That guy can just maul over the opposition. The guy that can just, just be able to take hold to things. Just like I got this mic and just move it out the way. He got all of those skill sets. He got that ability, of course. But the Dallas Cowboys, we hate. <laughs> they know more than we do. We just fans. We don't get paid the billions and billions of dollars to be out there. And, and before I get into the main topic, Look, they already casting us out. <laughs> they already saying in 2019, we're not even the top 10 team anyway, right? We somewhere at the bottom of everybody's list. And they got the Seahawks of the world, the Chicago Bears of the world. And who else they have ahead of us? The Texans and the, and the uh, let me see who else we can probably, we beat the New Orleans Saints, but they got them ahead of us. That's cool. I like it because of, because of this right here. I love it when we fly under the radars, right? Yes. Uh, and random Dre said, hey, Lyle Collins is wasting his time. We're seeing all of, all of the potential for him to be. Look, what Lyle Collins is doing to his career, if I can say this in so many words, you, you know, he can be a Hall of Fame guard. <laughs> he can be an average at best tackle. If he was just to horn in and focus, he can be a Hall of Fame guard. I said that. If you think I'm lying, go look up 2015 tape and you can find highlights. <laughs> I'm going to sit and wait and let me know if you guys can find highlights of any other guard this year. I'm talking about highlights. And we know how trash and how poor performance we played collectively in 2015. But dog it, we had him as a guard and we made uh, 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 D-Mac be the third overall leading in rushing. <laughs> and the guy played half of a year <laughs> because we had a dog that was in the inside, a mauler. <laughs> and we asked ourselves, can you imagine what it would be like if we had that strong presence throughout the year for Ezekiel, the main man, Elliot, the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish. Poor trench warfare is something special. But he want to be a finesse player. 
<laughs> it just it's just one of those things where I wish I could just be in that room for one or two or three seconds and say, Lyle, big boy, although you wear number 71 and I, and I like your presence out there on the field. But boy, you need to be inside. Kick Connor Williams to the outside and we will have a wonderful blessed year. But let's just talk about the money because that's what we're here for. Right. We want to talk about this thing called the money. Let me see if I can pull this thing up. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of this thing. Let me see if I can pull this thing up. Let me see what happened here. Um, <clears throat> let me go here. And we're going to go right here. We're going to go to properties. And I got to fix this thing back around because I had it all set up nice for you all. But then all of a sudden, Murphy Law, my cousin, <laughs> he had to jump into this thing. But we're going to get it back. You guys know how we go. Bam. There we go. Here we go. Right here. Bow. <laughs> We in there. Okay. So we pulling up uh the reference that you guys see from here is from over the cap dot com. That's where you can get all of your resources and your information for the nation on the players as it relates to like, hey, what are the big hits that we might occur and what we might go through. But let me give you a quick reference to let me see the Cowboys wire first before we dive deep into this thing. Shout out to them. Go follow their page. It's uh, www.cowboyswire.usatoday.com. And then you can figure out the rest. I'm not going to yell out all the other stuff. All right, so Cowboys top 10 uh, projected 2019 salary cap hits. And uh, they talked about the three, um, uh, I guess, big guys that, that we have to really point at. The NFL released the projected 2019 salary cap last week with that. But that the ideal of the much Dallas Cowboys will have to spend on basically Cowboys 54.4 million projected room to grow. That's a lot of money, baby. That's a lot of money, man. Can you just give me the give me the point four and I'll hush. I'll shut my mouth clean up. Anybody else in the chat room? Would you shut up with the point four? <laughs> oh, man. So they were likely to use that cap space. We got more money than than we can count right now collectively they cowboys got more money if you add all of our pennies together that's in the chat box they got more money to spend out there right so moving a little bit further down in this little article here appreciate uh like i said appreciate cowboys wire check them out um and it says the top player on this particular list of course d law do anybody that's out here there's anybody that's in here uh, that's in the chat box. Anybody that's around, do you guys want to pay D Law or not? This is your flow right now. Chris Flores, do you want to pay D Law or do you don't? <laughs> JS Tuba, Tube, JS Tube 36, would you like to pay D Law or not? <laughs> All right, Brandon, would you like to pay D Law or not? You know, Sam, everybody, Jay Jones, what's up, man? What's up, man? Appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Would you like to pay D-Law or not? So my thing is the Cowboys are going to figure out a way to pay this man. P -p -p pay the man. That's what we're going to call it, right? And then on top of that, wide receiver Cole Beasley and Tavon Austin. Yes, they may be a, a, a situation of the cap casualty. But missing from action is a defensive tackle, David Irvin. One can argue this right here. Carlton say pay the man, right? He's talking about D-Law. Just pay them. Just pay the man regardless. Find out a way, Jerry. If you got to wash cars, find out a way to pay D-Law. <laughs> Only way we can get rid of D-Law, if you can get like one of those, uh, I guess, 
one of those crazy trades where they say, all right, we willing to give you two first round draft picks and a conditional fifth round if you guys give us D-Law. And, and I'll be like, okay, where you want me to sign the papers at? Because I trust Will McClay to make things happen, right? But <laughs> they said pay him. That's what I'm talking about. The nation, everybody that's live right now are saying, hey, just go ahead and pay the man. All right, so, but now this is the other thing. David Irvin, defensive tackle. Hey, free agent. <laughs> Could draw some substantial interest out there in the open market come March, around that time. Uh, Dallas have the opportunity to extend these players and sign them throughout 2019, uh, just like the uh, Dak Prescott or the Dakota Rain Prescott and the Amara Cooper of the world. They got money now. <laughs> like I said, they got money. Of course, we can look at Byron Jones' contract. We can look at all these things in this wonderful article right here. <laughs> Would you all let David Irvin walk and don't worry about paying him? Is his bridge already burned down? <laughs> There's no uh, help me clause out for David Irvin, right? <laughs> Carlton said, don't make me cuss now. <laughs> yes. So this is the other thing. Casualties in war. Now, I, I, I mentioned earlier in my uh, morning stream about Tyron Smith and about players that we like to hold on too long. And I'm not saying, don't go ahead and say this. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm not saying you cut or you try to get rid of LT, uh, uh, Tyron Smith, left tackle, Tyron Smith. I'm not saying you do that. No, you don't do that. But his base salary is, is, is all those 10 with all those zeros behind it. The cap hit is 15 and with all those 5, 4, 5 and all those zeros behind it. That's more money than we can count. A dead hit money, a dead money if released. This is them writing the article. I'm just reading it. <laughs> dead money if released. Saving. <laughs> you see the savings right there? That's what they are saying. And uh, chances of this being a release is not happening, Captain. <laughs> mm -hmm. But this is the thing. There are probably several teams out there saying that, hey, we can get to the next level if we just had a left tackle. We can get beyond our beliefs if we had a left tackle. What would be the sticker price for, I'm going to say this, what would be the sticker price for Tyron Smith? Would it be a first, conditional third, two seconds, conditional fourth. Would it be just a flat-out third-round draft pick? Would it be a flat-out first? And you guys can do whatever you want to do with it. It can be 2019 or it can be 2020. Let me know. We still have room out there. And, and I already know with David Irvin's of the world. He might well slap a fourth-round draft pick or a fifth round. Or you can say, hey, Whatever punishment that you receive, David Irvin, we're going to support you. We're going to help you pay your rent on time. We're going to buy you. A, uh, we're going to find a babysitter for you. We're going to give you a comfortable lodge over here at the Star in Frisco. We're going to make sure it happens for you because right now you are, quote unquote, the second leader in sacks, I presume. <laughs> the guy didn't even play. <laughs> he didn't play last year at all. Most of the time he was just out there. 
<laughs> dread his anger all twist up and things like that so those are things that we're gonna have to ask ourselves and if we look over it over to cap.com we got look we still paying orlando scandrick like i said charles tapper i understand his situation hey he just couldn't get it right but if we look back at 2020 we have even more money 2021 that thing frees up so much man i don't even know what to say <laughs> but let's go back to what what the year we in 20 Oh, man, I'm going all the way over here. Let's go right here. And we're going to pull this thing back up. 2019. And we're looking at all of the big cap hits that we got. Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. Let me know of the casualties of war that you guys would rather have out there. Tokyo, Texas hit a first and a third. <sighs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we just got finished paying off Miles Austin, right? <laughs> Travis Frederick. Tyron Crawford. Sean Lee, big cap right here, prorated three mil. Look at all those zeros, man. And look at that cap number. But if you cut them, if you cut them, you get you you'll save basically seven million dollars. Lyell Collins. I'm not saying you cut him and you save eight because you're not really paying him that much. He's not that much against the cap, but man, if you kick him into the inside, Terrence Williams. Let, let me just go around and we're going to go down all of all of these guys. This could be possible cuts in this casualty of war. We're going to go over this whole entire list and uh, we're going to talk about it because at the end of the day, that's just how it goes. God, that's how it goes. One way or another, we got to talk about it because if we don't, then there'll be other teams out there saying, okay, they love their players so much. We're not going to offer them this. We're not going to offer them that because they love them, you see. So we're going to really dive deep into this thing. Let's talk about this thing. Let's go. Let's, let's, go, let's talk about it just a little bit. If, that, if that's okay with you all, right? <laughs> uh, losing D-Law will be too costly. This is from uh, yeah, this is from Jay. Yeah, yeah, that would be too costly. All right, so let's look at this list. Okay, let's let's really look at it. All right, Terrence Williams. Do you cut him or do you keep him? Do you say okay with T. Will? He'll be a veteran presence out there. He'll be a guy that we can still lean on and grow upon, uh, and give people tutelage. Right? <laughs> That's Terrence Williams. Uh, people. People not too fond of him, right? <laughs> all right, so we move on a little bit further on down this little line. And we look at, all right, who else is going to be on this bubble? We know Leighton Vander, Leighton Vander Esch is okay. Chris Jones is okay. Uh, he's okay. Joe Thomas is okay. Malik Collins, he's okay. Dak Rain, Dakota Prescott, he's okay, right? Jalen, he's okay. Anthony Brown, man, you're paying this guy peanuts. He's okay. Connor, he's okay. Awuzie, Joe Looney, hmm. Paying them peanuts. But at the same time, on the market, on the open market, put down in the comment box what you think people would give up for Joe Looney. A solid center who can play guard, who can also can be one of those lead pull swing tackles as well. Let me know. Jumbo Joe, what would you guys proposition for Joe Looney? Let me know. 
<laughs> I will. I would like to know. All right. So let me see. Kayvon, he's he's cool. Dorrance, he's cool. Uh, this cat, he he may be just a camp body uh, next year. I don't think that they're gonna hold on to him much longer. CJ, uh, he's gonna be fighting for his career all off season if they decide to keep him. Uh, Marqueston, I think it's Marqueston Huff. He's okay. He he may be one of those guys. <laughs> Seven hundred and twenty thousand. He may be one of those guys that they're gonna just keep. All right, let me see who's on this list. Everybody's pretty much safe. Everybody's safe, but outside of uh, we can talk about Lyle Collins. He may be a stickler. Sean Lee, he may be a guy. And they, they mentioned Cole Beasley and Tavon Austin. My thing is between Cole Beasley and Tavon if they don't go out there and draft that, that gadget type of, of guy that can play inside, outside, uh, can run and run the seam routes, who can do the reverse sweeps, then these guys will be safe. One of the two will be safe. Crawford is got to wash, <laughs> got washed up in the playoff. This is from Random Dre. Um, I don't know. Um, far as that. Um, far as he got washed up, but he didn't show up. That's what I can say. He didn't show up, so you can equate that to being washed up. Yeah, you can say that. All right, so what we're going to have to do collectively is what this what this picture is showing me and telling me is that regardless of the situation, regardless of the scenario, we're still going to draft offensive line this year, and we're still going to draft – uh, somebody defensive presence inside because if you're saying that Tra uh, Tyrone Crawford is a, is a big question mark, which we paying a lot of money, we paying a lot of money for him. If you cut him, you save about five and a half. Well, we're close to look close to six million. And if you cut Sean Lee, you save an additional uh, seven. I mean, you can make your move right now to get a dynamic, explosive player on the outside. This is crazy, but it's one of those things where you can really talk, start talking to yourself and say, okay, how can I better my best on this team? We need, what, one or two more explosive players on the offensive side of the ball? We need a stingy, aggressive guy on the defensive side of the ball? One can argue the fact that, hey, if the Cowboys do decide to go out there and snatch an Earl Thomas, that's creating room for that type of guy. Or if they want to go with the powerball play and just still strengthen the team as it relates to being youthful, then they can go out there and grab a Landon Collins, right? So low-key, you can say, hey, Cowboy Nation, they doing the right thing about this thing. And let me see if I can hear any news of uh, – let me see. Let me just type this in right quick. Let me just type this in. Landon Collins. I think that's how you spell this man's name. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go over here. Hmm. Young guy. How old is he? Let me see. Let me make sure you guys can see my screen. And now you guys can't see that part. That's okay. Landon Collins. Uh, it's too far that way. Here we go. All right. We didn't care about college stats. Mm. All right. So he dropped off tremendously. Let's see. Games played. He only played 12 games. 67. 
solos. Uh, I don't know if you make that move right there. His best year for snatching the ball away was 2016. Five INTs. We need turnovers, takeaway. We need turnovers and takeaway. We need turnovers and takeaways. We need that out there on the field, man. I'm just being honest with you guys. Let me see. Landon Collins. You always got to better your best, right? We'll do his entire career. And we're going to type in Earl. How many Earl Thomas? They had several Earl Thomas <laughs> to play in the NFL. I'm going to do his whole entire career. Get results. You guys still rolling with the nation, right? You guys still cool with everything, right? Let me see if you guys can see this thing. And you guys not able to see the name of the player. Let me see if I can correct this right now. And it's all on the fly. All right, so shout out to Pro Football Reference. All right, so like I said before, what we want to look at here is uh, is pretty much – what can these guys do as it relates to takeaways, turnovers, being a guy that can be explosive out there as well, being a guy that can help us out on the bottom end. And, of course, we can look at the total interceptions, 28. I can tell you that that's a lot of takeaways. Of course, that's in his entire career. Uh, it's from 2010 through 2018, so he got a five-year leap on him. And uh, we're looking at the total games, of, two, of course, 59 opposed to uh, 125 games and assistant tackles. Yeah, just uh, forced fumbles 11 opposed to three. Um, this is not a good case for my boy, but uh, we can see that um, within these stats right here, it just it's just showing you guys the the parallel comparison of uh, the two. But let's let's get at the uh, the total picture. So we can look at everything. 5'10", 202 pounds. Let me see. Make sure you guys can see what I'm seeing. You guys can see what I'm seeing. Are we finished playing with Antonio Romo yet? I think we are. My notification didn't go through. It's okay. It's okay, Anthony. You're here live now on the nation as we give you guys the information to help grow the nation. All right. So we're going to look at 2018, 2017, and 16. Okay. All right, and then we can jump back to 2015. Uh, Landon, Landon was here, right? He was in 2015. So we got five, a two, and then we had another two, and we had another three as it relates to INTs. Uh, but what I really want to look at, okay, and that's another takeaway right here, force fumble one. Uh, so we're looking at a guy with steel pr productions out there. Uh, and I'm talking about the guy that even play a full season. And he still was able to do uh, about he was still able to do this type of level of production. So it's still cool. It's still cool from right here. In 2018, he had three interceptions. <laughs> the guy to even play every year, you know. So uh, let's look up Landon and we'll see what we can do as far as this cap casualty situation. Do you go out and do you just say to yourself, hey, we can cut some guys and pretty much for those who just not tuning in to the nation uh you can cut some guys and you can figure out who you can go get from here yes we're here live on the nation so um we can talk about this thing 
sweetheart, I'm going to call you back, okay? All right, so my wife calling me. All right, so Landon Collins right here. We're going to look at his uh, total career, uh, career developments right here. 2015, <laughs> one INT. 2016, breakout year. He had uh, uh, five INTs in 2007. He had additional two takeaways right here. But this is where we want to look at that forced fumble right there. My goodness, that's good. That's good. Uh, yes, indeed. That is really good right here. All right, so when we're looking at 2018, the asterisk meaning that he went to the Pro Bowl, basically. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think that asterisk should he. Did he go to the Pro Bowl in 2018? I don't think he did, did he? He still made the Pro Bowl? I think that's what the asterisk means, right? Hmm. It must was an alternate. Let me see if I correct. Uh, it normally give me an icon. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't think that he made the Pro Bowl this year. It could be a misnumber here because he didn't really uh, do anything this year as it relates to this. Shout out to the Cowboys Suite for making a donation to help grow the nation. It is what it is. Good listening to you again, Law. Man, appreciate you, man. Thank you for the donation to help grow this thing. So we're looking at everything. And we're going to have to say to ourselves, do we make the proper decisions to make have more money in our pockets? Do we make the, the, the necessary cuts to make things happen, to get the necessary players that we need to have to have out there to make things happen? Uh, ET3 discount of age and injury. Uh, if he could take a discount, that would be a plus for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ellis, shout out to you, man. If he can take a discount, then uh, that would be a plus for us. And this is uh, 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 one one thing that we have to say to ourselves. If that can possibly happen for us, then my goodness, that would be nice. All right. So, guys, let me know who would you prefer. Do you prefer for Sean Lee for us to go ahead and, and just, just keep him on the team? Or do you prefer us to just say, hey, he will be a good staple piece for this team. He'll be a guy that we can sit back and look back at and say, okay, at least if we have an injury or some sort, he'll still be able to suit up. Or would you say, okay, I would rather have more money to play around with and get that dynamic player a chance to be on this team? Let me know. <laughs> Joseph saying, hey, Law, you're giving people hope. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, this is the thing. When there's hope in the future, there's power in the presence, right? So what I'm saying is, collectively, it's still possible. <laughs> Every year is still possible. Uh, I, I, I really think that two or three years ago, nobody thought that the L.A. Rams would be in the Super Bowl. Although they didn't win it, but no one thought that they would be able to make it there. And uh, it's amazing how season two seasons can turn around. And not saying that we are the Rams. We the Dallas Cowboys. And all I'm saying is that it's still possible for us to make things happen. Uh, and, and it is, you know, um, I, I have to talk like that in these uh, these type of situations. Kelly, appreciate you. But um, we really going to have to look and go back to the drawing boards and, and see for those who like to give me information out there. All you got to do is go to the discord link is in the description box 
and you can point out and pull up information as it relates to Cowboys sports news and Cowboys topics. Just like earlier this morning, we was talking about what Mike Irvin had to say. I'm going to play this clip for you guys once again because I love what Mike Irvin had to say. Let's, let's listen to him. He was talking about Tony Romo being the head coach or what have you or being a coach in general. And, and Mike Irvin, he lays it down. Look, look, look. I listen to this thing. Hopefully it's Famer, A lot of clamor and fury about Tony Romo and he should coach and he should offense. Why was there never a Michael Irvin – Head coach, offensive coordinator, uh, deacon of the Cowboy Church. No, I, I'm okay with where I am. And, and I want to tell you this. I want to drop you on this here, too. Right. Tony Romo's phenomenal at what he's doing. He's doing a great job. Now, it's easy to sit here and look at a film and study it and say, oh, they're going to run this, they're going to run that. It's a whole nother thing when you got to control 53 brothers. You can't. You, you know, it's not just about calling plays. It's about dealing with those 53 personalities. And I don't care how great you call plays. If you don't know how to manage those three personalities, it will not get done. I'm going to tell you, Tony, stay right where you are. Don't let them buy you. Don't let them sell you on this mess. If you have any questions, call John Groove. He'll tell you how hard that <laughs> is. That's enough. He'll tell you how hard you're free, that is. You're free to leave. <laughs> Boy, that Mike Irvin something else, Eddie. He's something else, man. Appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, just going to open up the floor for a quick Q&A. And like I said, the Discord link will be open in the description box for 24-7. Uh, we open all day, every day. But let me see. Uh, don't forget, guys, put down where you guys are from. I love to hear this. You know, uh, we get the only people that can say, man, we from uh, uh, uh Mississippi, Natchez, Mississippi. We from uh, Backdoor, Idaho. You know, we can say all those little small things. Uh, all right, so let me see what we have here in the chat box. Yes, Texas kid, the playmaker, baby maker, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Michael knows what he's talking about, man. Um, <clears throat> Law, usually we don't sign outside free agency. Yes, uh, Joseph, that, that is normally the, the situation. And I talked about this earlier this morning uh, as it relates to us uh, loving our own guys. Look, we didn't get nothing in return for Jack Crawford. We didn't get nothing in return for a Jeremy Purnell. We didn't get nothing in return for a Ron Leary. We didn't get nothing in return for Anthony Hitchens. We didn't get nothing in return. Can I go on and on and on? <laughs> uh, so we need to figure out we do well as an organization as it relates to drafting. I can say that. You know, are, are these guys doing a fantastic job of being, uh, uh, I guess, a vicious takeaway turnover machine? No, we're not doing that well in those departments. But they're doing solid as it relates to just playing on the field. But in the other side of that table or, or on the other side of that corn, we are not getting enough value from these guys as it relates to when it's time for them to go meaning that we don't will and deal enough like the Orlando Scandricks of the world. So, you know, if these teams out there, if he was able to go to the Washington Deadskins and then he was ultimately able to go to another team and then end up in Kansas City, then there's room for value there. I think that we should have got some type of remunization back from those guys. If you know what I'm saying, let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, let me know if I'm wrong. So, um, and, and it's just one of those things like the George Selvies of the world. You know, we didn't get nothing in return. I think that uh, we have to look at the the entire, the entire, uh, 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 I guess, player roster and figure out ways to capitalize off that. Me personally, 
That's just me saying San Diego in the house. Shout out to Virginia. Appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, Home of David Robinson. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in. All right. So any other questions you guys got out here before we get ready to rock and roll? Cali in the house. Yes, is what I'm talking about. Uh, That's maybe the philosophy and the decision to not restrict players from making their own decision to get their money. Hence, why players love Dallas. This is from Jay Jones. That is a great point. Meaning that if a player get a chance to play for the Dallas Cowboys, um, they know for sure that Jerry Jones love him so much that he say, hey, you are now part of my family. You the silver and blue. I'm going to do right by you. And I'm going to say this right here. We're going to use every inch of you. And then at the end, we're going to respect you by giving you opportunity and chances to pick your own team or put your value out there to see what you are really worth. Hey, that's not a bad, that's not a bad philosophy, Jay. But and one thing I do know about business, it can come back to hurt you and bite you in the end because at the end of the day, we say, hey, this is nothing personal. This is only business. And with that being said, hey, we're going to have to trade you to the Cleveland Browns for a first and a second or for a first and a fourth. You know, so, hey, if you ain't trying, you ain't trying, you ain't trying, you ain't trying. You know what I mean? You got to be able to flex that thing. Uh, to me personally, it's just business. When you have an employee, you have people that you uh, hire and you're saying to yourself, hey, you can say it's screwed a little bit, but you have to say, hey. Hey, you've been late. You had a couple DUIs. Hey, I, I understand second and third chances, but unfortunately, we're going to have to release you because we didn't get nothing from Mo Claiborne, right? Brandon Carr, any of those guys. <laughs> I can go on and on and on about this list. And and what, what, what people can say about this, if you look back at free agency collectively, that guy that, that that was able to uh to catch that interception for the Patriots, he was an off-season acquisition a year or so ago. And I'm talking about uh Stefan Gilmore. And then we can go back. We talk about the Eagles. AJ Ajahi, I'm murdered that man's name. And the Ronald Darby's of the world. You know, those were off-season acquisitions. Now, we do find our uh, needles in the haystack like the Antoine Barbecue Woods. And we do do a well, wonderful job. But let's figure out ways we can better our best. Cowboy Nation, that's all my time for this wonderful night. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of the mix. Let me know where I'm wrong at. Let me know. Correct me. Just post it down in the information box or in the chat box or wherever you guys may be. And so we can get this thing going in the right direction. Remember this, this off season is long. <laughs> it's not a short off season. It's long, tedious off season. Everybody have their hopes. Everybody have their, their, their thoughts and promises of thinking that we're going to be. Oh, and oh, everybody. Oh, and oh, right. Everybody have high expectations. Everybody have the thought that everything is going to be okay during this offseason. There's no win or loss record during this time and process. That's what we love about it. Mock draft is all good. The Kool-Aid tastes good. Players that we think that's horrible 
we giving them benefit of the doubt. Yes, it is what it is, Cowboy Nation. Jesse James will be big, yes. Ooh, that would be a big, that would be a nice little acquisition there. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate those who contribute down below. Thank everybody. Check out these series, too. Watch every pass by Dak Prescott. Yeah. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Cham on out with us. Yes. Oh. Forgot to tell you guys. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. We out. Shout out to Oak Cliff, Richardson, Texas. Zony Boy, shout out to me. Camelo, Jesse, what's up? Listening to nothing but the bass. Salute.